Tweaking Geek number 19.5. Brought to you live from a cave deep within the earth. Awesome. So what are we what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. You tell me. All right. Uh, I've got an entry from a Wired Threat Level blog, and it's the seven best capers of 2008. So I want to kind of briefly talk about them uh, and whether we actually think they're good capers or not. So. The seven best capers of 2008 were in a recipe cooked in January. All okay. right. Now you can they were all this. they were all served in a martini. So, <laughs> all right. So caper number one, the Snohomish <laughs> smokescreen. Um, basically, a guy advertised on Craigslist for a bunch of people to show up in a blue shirt, a dayglow vest, a safety mask, and glasses. And he promised them that there would be construction work to be done. It actually turns out that's just the outfit he was planning to wear to rob a bank. And the police showed up and saw dozens of guys who looked like him. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but he eventually got caught. Good. It's okay. So I would say that was a good that was a good caper. Okay. Props to him and it didn't work out. What do you think? I think it's hilarious. And oh. I'm planning to use that method to rob a bank. Okay. Next. All right, the next one they called the Plumas Lake Penny Pinch. And this is the whole, like, if you hook up to online financial services, a lot of times they'll, like, deposit a couple cents in your account just to make sure it works and then take it back. Well, this one dude opened, like, like, literally tens of thousands of accounts uh, really fast, linking them to just a couple of bank accounts he had, at which point he, like immediately dumped it all to prepaid debit cards. <laughs> so, of course, because this was all, like, eventually two accounts that were in his name, he got caught. Um, so I'll say it's a, it's a funny scam, but I don't know I'd call it the best caper because, you know, he totally failed. And I don't really I, – I think the only failure in that is I'm kind of trying to figure out how that's illegal. I mean, I think that's a pretty good ter- strategy. I respect him. I think it was a good caper. Not the best, but good. Um, I think the scam part of it is that he opened 60,000 accounts in a few minutes under fake names. Oh, okay. Well, I can see that. Okay. All right. So it's a caper. It's not a great caper. It's a good caper. Okay. Next one, the reverse Philly. Uh, So basically there was this uh, online cybercrime kind of thing where you sell identity information and all that. And the guy running it eventually was like, all right, I'm retiring. I'm getting out while the getting's good, only to find out that, ha, ha, he was FBI and he'd been running a sting for, like, years. And he caught all the people who'd been involved in it. So I say that's a great caper. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, so, so it's just a, a long-running sting, only it succeeded. Huh. So they well, arrested 56 people and they claimed $70 million in fraud was prevented. That's pretty good. I That's, like it. Good. Yeah, I'll, I'll call that a good one. All I don't right, think the, it's a caper. I yeah. think it's just a, a good law enforcement activity. Yeah. It's, Down it, with the man. It's impressive that it lasted for so long. So That is. How many uh, years was it? Uh, did they say? I don't think they say exactly. Just It was a while. 14 months. All right, next. Okay, so the Washington Jackson switcheroo. Um, so this is basically uh, – People who leave their I, – I don't even get this. People who leave their ATMs with the default passwords. So uh, this this dude thought he would go reprogram these ATMs to think they're loaded with dollar bills. Uh, so you say, here, give me a dollar. Uh, give me $20. You've actually just taken out 400 but it thought they were dollar bills. 
So I don't think it's a good caper, uh, especially because he got caught. But uh, I think the owners of these ATMs all should be like taken out back and kicked in the jimmy. For being I don't understand. Idiots. How do you reprogram an ATM from the keypad? That seems pretty... There are administrative codes you can enter, but like every password, you're supposed to change them. How do you even get to that? I don't know. Oh, well, but, okay. Good but let's, I mean, let's just say I mean, there's some key press sequence you can do to get to an administrator mode, which is kind of plausible, right? I suppose. But, I mean, it's crazy these people didn't change their password. So I say it's a bad caper, and the people who were impacted were being dumb. I agree. No sympathy okay for anyone. Me. All right, the next one, the big gulp. So this is uh, some dude cracked a server that was like a middleman between Citibank ATMs at 7-Eleven stores and Citibank. So you get all kinds of pins that you steal. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, I mean, this is just plain old crime. I don't call it a good caper. I mean, this is this is electronic fraud crime. It's what happens. Yeah, that's all right. Eh, that was not yeah. really a great caper. Yeah, fail. All right. The next one is the big rig. Uh, and this is where a company would, like, uh, hack the Department of Transportation website, change a legitimate company's contact information for, like, trucking. And so then they would step in, um, intercept a job for a legitimate company, and, uh, you know, collect payment, but actually outsource the shipping to another company who then wouldn't get paid. That is way too complicated to be a good caper. I've heard about that. And the the they, the fraud is to the tune of $500,000. $500,000 is not a good caper. That's like a, like a large salary. All right. I kind of liked this caper because I mean, it's just the funny part of it is the people who actually did the work end up, you know, trying to invoice the customer who thinks they've already paid. So, I mean, it's it's an, it's a good scam from that standpoint. But it's, I agree, it's a lot of work for not very much money. Right. Okay, so that one's not a good scam. Okay. I agree. Well, it's okay. So the last one, the cold call. And this is where uh, a blind guy, which is probably the biggest point of interest for me in the story, uh, just did a bunch of phone tricks and caller ID spoofing, and he like socially engineered his way into the phone company and got information he shouldn't have. It's a pretexting, you know, classic, just like the HP stuff, the scandal last year. So, uh, I don't. So what was the so is like so the whole thing is like a blind guy did social engineering. Yeah. So he was he was under suspicion of something, right? He got like disconnected from the phone company for phone freaking activities, and then he uses phone freaking skills to freak the agent who caught him. I just don't think it's very interesting. It's not. It's not a very good scam. Andy got caught. So what you're saying is, a, a blind guy got information he's not supposed to have. Yeah, that is really impressive. Yeah. Okay. So that's not a good caper. But a couple of these were good, and it was an interesting read. It's it's fun to go check out the site and read the details. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of your capers were about pornography. So I guess it was okay. <laughs> wow. You you just take this conversation to places I never thought it would go. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Well, very interesting. Thank you, Pat, for that very fabulous, um, whatever you call it. <laughs> that very <laughs> fabulous entry, episode, idea. Oh, yeah, that. Good looks and roguish charm. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, how about your th – thank you, Pat, for your 
awkward delivery and social ineptitude. Oh wait, no, I just described myself. Okay, you you wound me. <laughs> All right. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, give us a voicemail at six seven eight nine 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 six three two one, and we'll put you on the air. Um, alternately, you could email us at tg at tweakinggeek.com. You can visit our podcast blog at tweakinggeek.com slash podcast, and you can find our Facebook group. We on have, Facebook. On Facebook. We have Twitter. Is there is there any social network we haven't reached to yet? We ha- um, We stay away from MySpace. Yeah, MySpace is stupid. Yeah, if, uh, if, if I go uh, on MySpace, I like shower afterwards. Exactly. Or everybody can follow me on BrightKite. I I live in Southern Maine. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I wasn't thanking you. Jerk. Shut up. <laughs> this this episode is over. <laughs> <laughs>